Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Faith to Conquer Fear radio show hosted by me, Christy Dimitrakis, the Empowered Speaker. I'm the president and founder of the Empowered Speaker, which is a faith-based global ministry that teaches people the power of dreams and the importance of faith in conquering the fears that limit us. I'm also the author of Faith to Conquer Fear, Inspiration to Achieve Your Dreams. You can find out more about my book and my services at www.empoweredspeaker.com. And for those of you who may be listening to the Faith and Conscious Your Radio Show for the first time, here's what you can expect. This show will provide guests who will motivate you, inspire you, and give you the tools to activate your goals and dreams, whether those dreams are entrepreneurial, corporate, or personal. And today I have a special guest to help me do just that. And let me tell you a little bit about Patty Danucci. Patty is an award-winning communicator and business socialization and networking expert. That is a mouthful. She has spent more than 25 years studying, practicing, and teaching the art and science of intentional networking and building rewarding relationships. She is the author of The Intentional Networker, Attracting Powerful Relationships, Referrals, and Results in Business, which has earned two prestigious book awards and has been adopted for use in higher-level education programs and corporate leadership programs. A business owner for more than 20 years, Patty has worked with promoted and built relationships with thousands of companies, organizations, and individuals, helped her clients generate millions of dollars in referral revenue, and facilitated and presented at hundreds of networking and business events. And I encourage you all to go on her website, which is www.intentionalnetworker.com, because she has a host of speaking engagements, companies that she's worked with, and her website is fantastic. So I encourage you to go look there because I didn't do her justice in her bio. But we're going to get started by welcoming Patty to the show. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. And here's the thing I always love to do first because I read your business background and Folks will go on your website and learn a bit more about you, but tell us something about you that is not in your website and that I didn't read. That's not in my website. Well, I, I we were talking earlier, and I grew up in the north woods of Minnesota, although I now reside in Austin, Texas. I got here as quickly as I could, and I grew up in an entrepreneurial. I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. My grandfather and father were auto dealers. And I was immersed in networking and business socialization from a young girl, you know, from the time I was a young girl. And, of course, they didn't call it that back then. They just called it being a good, friendly neighbor and business person. And I grew up just seeing how they built the business based on relationships. And I thought everybody knew this stuff. So I've been preparing to be who I am all my life. Wow. You, you know, that's true. And I think you mentioned Minnesota, but the South is very much like that. I grew up in North Carolina. And it's that same thing. The relationships are what, what typically nurtures the business. And when you have great relationships with people, no matter how good or bad your service is, people like you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure I'm sure your uncles are very good at what they do. But in general, you find that. I mean, you may not be the best price, 
or you may not have the best offering necessarily, but if you have a good relationship and people feel comfortable with you, then, you know, you can get business from it. Right, and if they know you care, that they know you care about that. Exactly. That's what what relationship is all about. And and I'm glad we're talking about networking because networking in so many cases, people, people, I think the word networking has a negative connotation because people think it's not authentic. Yes. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I get that all the time. And there are people that even said, Patty, don't you think you should come up with a better word or a better term? And the fact is, um, that's just the word people use. It's it's networking. And I think one of my goals is to try to make it a less negative word. Uh, I have great discussions with my corporate clients about this. Um, Networking, you're right, it comes across as inauthentic. It's all about just the sale. It's what's in it for me, mm-hmm. and my book really talks about how, in fact, the book, the chapter on how to attract the referrals, how to ask for referrals in my book is at the very end. There's nine chapters, and that part comes at the end because I believe there's a whole lot of groundwork that you need to do before you even get to the point where you're going to ask anybody for anything in a networking scenario. So um, I totally agree with you. I think it's really time that we revolutionize the whole aspect of networking and and switch it back to a more positive word with a positive Mm -hmm. connotation and a positive experience that had my goal. Well, before we talk, I want to talk about the book. But before we talk about the book, when I was reading your bio, your first line is you're an award-winning communicator in business socialization and networking expert. What does the socialization component of that look like? I, a lot of people tell me, and I believe this also, that their personal life, their social life, and their business networking lives merge. There isn't that absolute wall between the two. I don't know if that's true for you, but it's definitely true for me. There are people who are my friends, um, and with whom I have a business relationship, and there are people with whom I've started in a business relationship, and then you know we worked into a friendly, more personal relationship. I, I think they just merge. And so mm-hmm. business socialization actually was a term that I heard from somebody who said, you know, who was trying to come up with another word for networking. And it is business socialization. How are you interacting with people during your business day whether or not you see them as a prospect or as a referral source or as a source of information or um, news or support, wisdom, mentoring. There is many, many aspects to networking that go beyond making a sale or attracting money or profit. Mm, I have a sheet posted in my office that says be intentional. Mm. That's it. That's all. Love it. Be intentional. And as I'm listening to you, and of course the title of your book, everything that you've just described about the socialization, how you deal with people and your friends on a daily basis, it's really some of that has to be intentional. We, I think we spend a lot more time being intentional in business settings than maybe in our mm-hmm. friend settings. You know, we're a lot more relaxed when it's, we're just around sure. our friends, for example. But intentionality, I mean, that that is key. That is key to really yeah, anything that we and do. And intentionality isn't just about having, you know, being super productive and, you know, every minute has to be completely mapped out and 
goals have to be met and all of that, what I describe about being intentional is you, and you, and you probably know how intentions work. You you talk about, intentions are prayers. Intentions are attitudes you want to adopt. They're things that you want to become so. And almost anything I do, like for example, tomorrow I'm going on a cycle ride. I'm on a cycling team and we do these philanthropic rides. We're doing a ride tomorrow to raise money for a, a school here in Austin. And I write out my intentions for my ride, and it's usually things like I want to have fun, I want to meet a few interesting people, I want to stay safe, I want to enjoy the scenery. It's just, it's just a way of thinking about what would you like to experience, what would you like to have happen, how, how would you like your attitude to be. And part of that is certainly planning, but then part of it is also letting go and seeing how things unfold, which mm. is really fun. It's really fun to see how things unfold. And, you know, you have this is a faith-based program, so I, I know I can say this. What does, here's what I want from the experience. What is God going to give me now? Mm-hmm. Because, I've just, because I've asked him. I've asked. I've set forth what it is I want. So you know how amazing that is when you get yourself in that mindset. Yeah, yeah. And you say two things that, that seem to be it a little bit of a disconnect, being intentional or being thoughtful about what it is you want, but then letting go to be free to experience whatever happens. Seems right. to be a disconnect. When you think of intent, it's what I intend to yeah. do. And that is purpose, that is focus, but at the same time, having that flexibility of yeah. the kind of experience and what, what really will come out of it. It seems really counterintuitive, like doesn't it? It does. It, it, seems, it does. And for some people, like the real planners, the real you know people that really like to map out every minute of their day and want this is what I want to happen. Um, and this, I don't think there's anything wrong with being that way, but I think we should build in some time and some space for things that are going to happen that are way beyond what we can possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the beauty of it. And yeah, people look at me like, okay, so you're saying to be intentional, but you're saying to let go. What? <laughs> like, you, can do, you can do both. You can do both. And it's a really interesting, it's an oil and water mix for sure. But it's, it, is. It, it really makes for some amazing outcomes. And also letting go of the outcome, what? What are we talking about there? I know. Now you're talking crazy. Now you're talking now crazy. You're, you're nuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, but people come goodness. back to me after they've after they've started practicing this, and they're like, "Whoa, this is really powerful. It's fun." Wow. Well, so let's talk about let's talk about your book because I'm sure some of these premises are things that you talk about in the nine chapters of the intentional network. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's nine chapters in the book, and it's it's a curriculum, I suppose you could call it. It's it's nine mm-hmm. steps. Um, but I also designed the book so that you could, if you want to, just keep it on a little table by your favorite chair and you wanted to just pop it open, you could pop it open on any page and find a little nugget that you could use throughout the day. Um, So, but it's nine steps and the first three steps aren't even about networking, which (laughs) I get phone calls from people or emails saying, okay, so I haven't even gotten to the networking part. When am I going to get to the networking part? Um, the first three chapters are really setting the stage for the intention, and, and it's about knowing who you are, knowing a little bit about your personality. Are you introvert? Are you extrovert? Do you even like networking? Are you a social person, or would you rather spend time in solitude, and how mm-hmm. does that work? Um, 
than setting your vision, your intention, and your goals, which are all very different. Goal setting in and of itself, to me, is just a lot of busy work. But if you have vision, which is your 35,000-foot view Mm -hmm. of your life, of your career, if you have vision and then intention and then some goals, it's super powerful. Um, And then showing up when you do go out into the world, whether you're going to have coffee with a friend, you're going to go to your shop for the day to run your business, or you're going to a networking event or a big conference, are you showing up in alignment with who you are and what you want? That is probably one of the biggest disconnects I see with people Mm -hmm. is, I mean, have you ever had a conversation, Christy, where someone is telling you about themselves and what they want and what they're out, you know, how they run their business, and you look at them and you're just not reading the same message. You're getting, like you used the word disconnect earlier, you're getting a disconnect, like, okay, I'm not really totally buying this, and it's a subconscious Mm -hmm. sometimes. It Mm -hmm. discredits people. It, It starts to erode trust. So those three chapters are really the basis. I speak a lot just on those three segments. And then from there, you know, I encourage people to, you know, let's get focused on quality here, people, as opposed to how many cards can I collect at mm-hmm. this event? Um, I'm going to see how many people I can meet in the room and, you know, shake 100 hands but really have no meaningful conversations with anyone. That's not right. a good thing. Um, you know, and then the other chapters go on with you know how to say no to things so that you can say yes to others, how to stand out in a crowd so that when people meet you, they walk away and say, "Wow, she or he or she is absolutely incredible. I'm definitely going to get back in touch with that person and see if we can have coffee. Maybe we can do some business. Maybe we can create a little mastermind together. Um, you know, just those little." tiny little shifts that we can do in our demeanor and how we present ourselves and how we start, lead, and then exit conversations, how we make people feel in our presence, all those things, um, the generosities that we do, things we do for others, those are all the things that you, you work on those and then finally you're at the point where you can say, you know, I need to ask something of you. Would you mind if I... You know, like, for example, um, you and I met through our mutual friend Amy. And mm-hmm. I, had done, I had done some things for her. I would have never asked her for this introduction if I didn't feel like I had done some things for her first. That's mm. just how I am, and that's just how I believe we should operate. So, so the book kind of takes you through this journey of shifting your whole attitude about what really good networking is all about. And I'm really proud of it, and I'm really proud that I won two awards with the book. That the frosting on the cake. Absolutely. Tell me about the awards. Um, I was, let's see, I applied for the um, business category in the Indie Reader Discovery Awards, which is all books that are published, um, self-published or done by independent publishers. Mm-hmm. Um, I applied just for the business category, but I swept the nonfiction category there. And then with Forward Reviews um, book award um Competition, which is in association with the American Library Association, um, I was a finalist for Book of the Year, and I, from what I understand, a friend of mine has judged that competition in the past, and she said, "Patty, it's a warehouse full of books that comes in. By the time the competition deadline, you know, for entry is over, we're looking at a warehouse full of books that we have to wade through. So, just wow. the fact that I'm a finalist in that was mm-hmm. just." I was just over the moon on those two. And I'm I'm up for a 
uh, or I've com- I'm competing for a Writer's Digest Award with this book, too. So fingers crossed there. When did you publish the book? It came out in 2011, so it's been wow. you know almost four years. It came out in mm-hmm. July. Um, I, I did a soft announcement at the eWomen Network conference that year, and then my big announcement came in October. But uh, I'm working on two more books right now because it's just time to do, and to do more work and in this area. Yeah, I was going to say, and this is a topic that obviously never goes out of style, so it doesn't matter if you wrote it yesterday or 10 years ago. I mean, it, it never goes out of style, and it's always needed. You mentioned something, well, you mentioned a lot of things that I would love to have time to delve into each of these chapters. But uh, let's just talk a little bit about, I don't know which chapter this will fall into, but two things. How to stand out in the crowd. And I, mm-hmm. you mentioned the E-Women Conference. So that's a great, mm-hmm. let's, let's use that as a great example because there's thousands of women there. How do you stand yeah. out in the crowd? And then the second thing is for people who truly are introverts. And you don't even have to be an introvert. I think I'm what I can't remember what the hybrid is for an extrovert and an introvert. Um, there's a word for it. What is it? Some people call it omnivert and okay. there's a, there's an I call it omnivert. And I'm an omnivert. I'm right dead center half and half. I when I am extrovert, I'm fully there, I'm fully engaged, and then I hit a wall and I have to go back into solitude. Like when I'm at a conference, for example, <laughs> I'm out and about having yeah. a great old time and then by three o'clock in the afternoon I go to my room and take a nap and just decompress yes, for at least yes. an hour, well, that, and then I'm ready. I have decided to that that is what I am. I agree. I am, I am that, that person. When I'm on, I'm on, and when I'm off, I want to be off, and I want to, mm-hmm. I want to be in my room with nobody bothering me, and that is, that is Christy. But for people who are either an introvert or who are, who are maybe like that or just in general are apprehensive about the whole process of I don't have a buddy with me, because I mm-hmm. went to the E-Women Conference for the first time last year, and I went by myself. I had I knew I mean I knew people once I got there, but I didn't spend time with those people. I didn't like lump yeah. up and you know that was our little clique. I mean I literally went as an independent person. I was I have to tell you I was a little. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry we didn't run into each other. That would oh, I mean God. golly. It, well, it's funny you mentioned that. I did run into another. I, I, I mean I, I'm really delighted that it was the person that I. Well, I'm about to tell a story, and I wish I wish you had been included in this e- event that happened. I ran into somebody from Georgia who who had, was attending for the first time, and mm-hmm. it was probably my fourth or fifth time. And I just kind of know how to do this now, um, and I know how to manage my energy and all of that. And you know, I know I know enough people that I'm either going to run into somebody I know, or I have the skills because this is what I do to connect quickly with people. So I'm sitting waiting to register and I run into I'm sitting next to a woman, we're sitting on a fountain, you know, that big area where you were registering yes. last year. We're sitting yes. and we just I, we start a conversation. I reach out to her, I said, Is this your first time? She said yes, and we start talking and she revealed to me her she was vulnerable, which is a key piece to connecting with people, is being willing to be open and vulnerable. Very mm. scary. And she said, this is my first time. My company is sending me. I'm not even really sure why I'm here. I don't know anyone. And she was absolutely delightful. She was, she was beautifully put together, um, very gracious, lovely, good energy about her. And I just said, you know what, hang out with me, at least for this first day. I'll make sure you're, you're going to be totally comfortable Like after the first couple of hours. Just hang out with me, and I'll introduce you to people, and I'll get you going. So... I think sometimes when we are the first 
if it's our first time on anything, is to say, you know what, this is my first time. Can you introduce me to a couple of people? Mm-hmm. Um, what, sh- what would you suggest I do? What are some questions I could ask of people so that we get conversations going and start connecting? And that's what my, some of my new work is about, is the conversation and connection piece to help reduce the anxiety. Ironically, being vulnerable helps reduce the anxiety, which, again, that sounds like a crazy disconnect, right? Uh, yes, it does. You're saying a lot of things that sound <laughs> I'm just basically crazy. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so you said you went for the first time. So how, how did you get through that? I turned it on. I mean, it's, it's just the same thing you said. I mean, I just, when I would sit at a table, I would quickly engage with people and have those conversations. And I, I think I went into it with the mindset of I'm not the, first, I'm not the only one here who's only been here for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I want to make people as comfortable as I want to feel. Sure, and that's, that's awesome. That's kind of what I did. And, and it was the same thing. I mean, you walk away with, you know, tons of business cards, of course, because, that's what people do in that setting. Mm-hmm. And I, I will tell you that for the most part, that was very effective because I've met a lot of people who have been guests on my radio show and you know, all different things. So there's there's certainly a, a process and a technique and a benefit uh, to doing it, but you have to, is your, is to your point, you have to be intentional. I think the mm-hmm. first day I was probably just overwhelmed in general going, oh, my gosh, <laughs> There she is, uh, and there she is. I've only ever heard her, and there she is, you know, thinking Lisa mm-hmm. Nichols and people like that that you, you just see from afar and you hear from afar. And yeah. you're a little awestruck, you know, for, for just a split second. And, well, you know what, it's but, like that every time. It's like whenever I go to a really good conference where I know there are going to be good speakers and there are going to be lots of people, it can be really overwhelming. So you mentioned, like, an introvert. Okay, so if someone's a pure introvert and they're going into something like that, would you like me to share a couple of tips for the introvert? Yes, please, absolutely. So as part introvert, I can definitely relate, and I know you can too. Um, it's easy to be really overwhelmed. So I tell people, arrive as early as you can to an event. Like if registration starts at 11 o'clock on Thursday, get there right at 11 before the huge crowd is there because walking into a room where there's already lots of people talking and lots of energy, it can almost just freak out an introvert. I mean, their circuits mm. just start to over overheat instantly. So if you get there early before the crowd, you can begin to get into the flow of what's happening and start meeting people a few at a time. But I tell the introverts, and I tell this to myself, because I too still get anxious about walking in a room full of people I don't know, um, go armed with some conversation starting questions. And one of them can be as simple as, what brought you here? Where are you from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did you make the decision to come to this? Is there something you're trying to learn? What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with the knowledge that you have here? Um, is this your first time? Just put, put some Questions on a three by five note card and put it in your back pocket or in your purse. I mean, don't sit there and read from it. That's kind of awkward. But um, <laughs> awkward. you know, if you have to, and if you have to take a breath, go in the restroom. Just go into a stall if you need to and just breathe and look at your questions mm-hmm. and then go back out and or find somebody else who's standing by themselves and looks absolutely petrified. You will mm-hmm. make a, a good friend almost instantly. You'll be a hero. I have actually met some really cool people doing that. Um, 
Mm-hmm. When I go to a big event and I'm feeling a little overwhelmed, I look at the perimeter of the room for the people who are standing by themselves, looking a little starstruck, and I just slide over next to them and say, wow, look at this. This is kind of overwhelming, isn't it? And then they start opening up to me. I've met some. I've met authors. A lot of authors are introverts. A lot of speakers are introverts. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's not. There's nothing wrong with being an introvert at all. I don't know. It looks like anything else. You have to be able to manage it because I would tell you that sometimes being the life of the party is not always great either. <laughs> I mean, you see that's that true. No, they are the extrovert. They have. As the uh, book Strength Finders will call it, they have that new personality, and I, I value people. Mm-hmm. At Rocker and Gamble, mm-hmm. I have one of the things we do on the team I'm on is everybody who comes to the team has to take the Clifton Strength Finders mm, Good. And and determine what your top five strengths are. And mm. I'm I always love it when I'm in sales. And I always love it when I have people on my team. I didn't love it initially, but I've learned <laughs> to love it when I have people on my team who are woo personality, who have woo in their top five. And woo mm-hmm. are those people who they can go in any room. They love having conversations. They love getting to know people. They're the ones who can truly build the relationships or at least make you feel like they're in a relationship with you because of their personality mm-hmm. and, and how they engage you. And which is also always great on on sales calls because while I'm a great salesperson, I don't really love the chit chat that goes along with getting everybody all primed, ready for the conversation. Oh, how are you, kids? Oh, how? <laughs> I yeah, can do a I little know. bit of it, but I'm not looking to do that for half an hour when we only have a half an hour meeting. <laughs> sure. Let's get to the facts. So when I have those type of people on my team, that's their role. For the first five minutes, do what you do. Yeah. And then when your five minutes are up, I do what mm-hmm. I do. And it works so, perfectly. Oh, I'm, so, so with extroverts, yeah. I usually have some words for extroverts, too, and that is yes. don't, it's, it's okay to be engaging and be charming and to be asking the questions, but I always tell the introverts to um, maybe back off two steps, you know, just two, two degrees, two steps. And be intentional about listening. Like if you're going to ask mm-hmm. somebody a question, then truly listen to them. Be totally present. Don't yeah, just be thinking that. about yeah. the next question you're going to ask. And that's hard to do. It's yeah. it's really yeah. hard to do. To, to keep a conversation flowing and not letting it feel awkward, sometimes you have to have that question in your mind. But um, introverts and extroverts can both be really good networkers if they will... Like you talk about, you know, faith to conquer fear is your theme. It's your, it's your, it's your theme. So faith to conquer the fear of silence, or faith to conquer the fear of saying something. Um, both introverts and extroverts, but but yeah, but just watch people in their role is just amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It really is. And when, and I love to watch you in action. We will. I will be at the conference again this year. We will have to make this point. To find our way to a lunch or something, make sure that we actually see each other and meet each other face to face when we absolutely, are there. absolutely. But I'll tell you this: I, you will not believe that we are out of time. And I, tell I you believe it. Time always, <laughs> that always flies by. And I want to give you a chance. I know we've been talking about the book and, and you've highlighted a little bit, but I want to give you a chance to let people know how to find your book and have contact you and anything you want to say for folks before we leave. 
Right. Well, my book is available on um, pretty much every retail online retail outlet, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Powell's. Um, it's available as an e-book on Amazon for Kindle. Um, if So people can go just directly to those outlets or they can go to my website, which is intentionalnetworker.com, and there's a button they can press to get to the, the links there to buy the book. Um, also, if you'll, fo- if you'll follow me on Twitter, which is just Patty Danucci, P-A-T-T-I-D-E-N-U-C-C-I, I will be posting in the next few days links to free bonus material that they can just, just click the link, download, you can get a free chapter of the book. Um, there might be some worksheets, some, some uh, sheets that have ideas for your daily networking habits. And um, if they'll also sign up for my blog on my website, and you can see the little box, you fill in your name and email, um, there's going to be um, there's some great posts there. Look in my archives. I mean, pick a topic. And you know, we mentioned some things like introvert, extrovert, how to work a crowd. Um, I posted something yesterday about how to use networking techniques to make friends. You know, let's say you're moving to a new city or you've changed jobs, or you're newly married, or you moved to a new house or a new neighborhood, and you want to make some friends. Um, some great ideas there. So I try to offer tons of value because that's who I am. Love, love, love to help people. Awesome. Well, Patty, thank you. You have been a fantastic guest, as I knew you would be. And I encourage you all to go out to Patty's website, which is, again, intentionalworker.com. Sign up for her information, purchase her book. Based on just the nine chapters that you just talked about briefly, I know there is something in that book for everyone, and I need to get a copy myself. But I want to thank you all for listening to the Face of Conference radio show with me, Christy Dimitrakis. And I want to make one final announcement before we hang up today. I'm hosting the third annual Faith to Conquer Fear. It all starts with the Mind Conference on Saturday, April the 25th in Florence, Kentucky. If you have ever felt stuck and wondered why you are not furthering your life as you thought you should be, or if you're still trying to solidify the vision for your life, then you need to attend this conference. Visit www.empoweredspeaker.com slash faith to conquer fear for more information and to register. I also invite you to follow me and the show on Blog Talk Radio to get news and reminders for upcoming shows. And I'd also like you to connect with me on Twitter. My handle is at TDemetrakis, and I have two Facebook pages, Face to Conquer Fear and The Empowered Speaker. This will allow you to keep up with all the news and events to inspire you and keep it moving. I'm doing what I love. Talk to you soon. Good morning,